Welcome back to 613 Ramban. I hope you don't mind the background noise. We're on a bus here in Eretz Yisrael. Um, if you listen closely, you could hear people learning. Uh, that is what's happening on this trip. There are people learning as we go from location to location. Uh, we're learning the schutz and the memory, and excuse me, and the merits of Chinuch uh, Yisrael of the Jewish people. And we're going to do the same. We're up to the third Aliyah in Parshas Vayera. And in this Aliyah, we find the Malachim going to Sodom. They come in the evening and they see Lot and Lot uh, greets them in a gracious fashion, bowing down to them. And uh, they and he asks them to come to his house. He initially said they initially say no, and Lot really pushes them. The Ramban points out that this is an incredible, incredible uh, demonstration of Lot's uh, righteousness. The fact that although he was certainly not a tzaddik, but his his hachnasas orchim was something which was exemplary, and him pushing and encouraging and not just taking no for an answer is a sign of that. Okay, they come to his house, he feeds them a great feast, and uh, before they even go to sleep, we find the people of the city here that there's a guest. Uh, the people of Sodom, as the Ramban points out, were were concerned that they're going to be overrun by poor people. They didn't want to support poor people. They wanted to keep all the goods themselves, and therefore they had a rule against having any outsiders. The Ramban grapples with how it is that Lot made it in. They suggest, one, one of the reasons the Ramban suggests is that Lot only made it into the city due to his connections, due to the fact that he was part of the prestigious family of Avram. Uh, the people ask for the visitors to be sent outside. Lot begs them not to, and eventually he does something shocking and appalling. He sends out his own daughters, uh, hoping to um, satiate their, their, their hunger for violence. Uh, with his own daughters, which of course was a terrible, terrible sin. Um, and then the angels go ahead and they bring Lot back into the home. At this point, they now learn that they're act- Lot now learns that they are actually angels. It seems like initially he was unaware, or else he wouldn't have gone to such great lengths to try to protect them. And at this point, they cre- cause blindness to be uh, to impact all of the people surrounding the house. Afterwards, they tell Lot why they're there, that they're going to destroy the city. They tell Lot to grab all of his family, his family, anyone who is not in his immediate family, his sons-in-law and daughter and daughters uh, who are not who are married to this, uh, these who are married do not listen to him. And Lot runs off with his immediate family, his daughters and his wife. Uh, they're told not to turn around, and uh, as they're running, Lot begs the angels to spare a city so they could rest in that city because it seems like he cannot run anymore. The Ramban over here asks a very compelling question. He says, I don't understand. There are many cities, there are many countries, there are many people who have acted in a terribly atrocious fashion, who are acting in immoral, ethical fashions all the way. Why is it only Sodom and Amorah? Why is it only these cities that are destroyed? Why isn't that God does this to every city, every nation that, that acts in a, in, a, in a terrible fashion? And the Ramban answers, and this is one of the first times we'll be seeing it, and we're going to come back to this point over and over and over again, and that is that he says it is something unique about the land of Israel. Eretz Israel has a certain Kedusha that it simply cannot be so veiled. It cannot in any way tolerate uh, immorality to that extent. And therefore, yes, it is unique. It's not that the people of Sodom and Amorah were unique in their evil, although they were terribly bad. It's unique in its relationship to the land of Israel. The land of Israel vomits out to those who misbehave, those who are acting in an immoral fashion. That is unique nature of the land of Israel. Uh, we certainly hope and pray right now that the land of Israel vomits out to all those evil people who are terrorists, who are, who are murderers, who are, who are acting in a terrible, terrible, in just, just atrocious fashion, and that the land of Israel, the Kedusha of the land of Israel, is able to push out those who do not belong in the land. 
Um, and that is, the, the, again, one of the first times, and we're going to see many times where the Ramban emphasizes and highlights the incredible Kedusha, the incredible uniqueness of the land of Israel and uh, all the implications of that holiness. Uh, there is a long Ramban, which I'm not going to get into over here, but I would encourage anyone who is interested where the Ramban compares and contrasts the story of the people of Sodom and Amora with the story of Pelegesh Begiva and does point out that as terrible as the story of Pelegesh Begiva was, he points out there are many, uh, of course, there are many similarities, but he also points out to the many differences demonstrating that although um, the people of Sodom and Amora were bad and the people of Pelegesh Begiva were bad, there's no comparison between the two. It's a, it's a long Ramban. I encourage you to take the time to, to read it if you have the time, and we'll pick up the fourth Aliyah, God willing, tomorrow. All the best.